Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a crowd podcast. You chase free chickens, you catch none. The real pleasure in boxing is being the man in the arena. It's, it's, it's kind of like a destiny. I've never heard anyone ask you that question. John, you're the man in the arena, yeah? Be that geezer in the pub 20 years from now saying, I should have been a world champion. Let's get on with it. I'm George. He's Deck. Hello. It's the George Groves Boxing Club. Good morning, Deck. Good morning, George. How are you? I'm grand, mate. How are you? <laughs> Not bad still. Good stuff. How's your 2023 going? It's going well, but I keep writing 2022 still. Yes. Classic. Say the same, yeah. yes. Do you know why? Why? Because we finished 2022 so heroically good. Yeah, on a high. And we started 2023 exactly the same. Yeah. It's hard to tell the difference between these years. It is. We set the stall out, haven't we? And this week is another big hit. Yeah. The banana eating machine. <laughs> <laughs> the baby gorilla now fully grown fully fledged killer gorilla no filler before maybe the biggest well the biggest fight of his life 12 years as a pro 37 fights in he's a WBO interim super middleweight world champion John Ryder John, thanks for coming in, mate. Thanks for joining the club. Thanks for having me on. It's, um, I feel honoured. Oh, thank you. <laughs> remain, remains one of the best nicknames in boxing as well. The gorilla. the gorilla. Who came up with the Gorilla? Rob McCracken, funny enough. Years ago, I was Rob sparring. McCracken, yeah. yeah. I was sparring with these boys. I think I was 16 at the time. Sparring with Lee Meager and all them. All them and he was like, I'm not going to attempt the accent because I will murder it. Ooh, but, um, I'll do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll give you the words. You can translate yeah, you it. Uh, you're, like, you're like a baby gorilla. So it went from the baby gorilla to the gorilla. Obviously, starting out of Hennessy. He, um, he relayed it to him and Mick Hennessy liked it and it's stuck ever since yeah. Hennessy yeah. liked it yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah I like that <laughs> so what I can imagine Hennessy the promoter his little brain's ticking over he's thinking right how do we, Gorilla did he did he order you a, like a suit to wear he did for one of the walkouts didn't you no that, that was Tony um, Tony was in a what you call it haberdashery shop <laughs> and got me this cloak um, a square like just like a poncho really a square with this material all furry cut hole in the top and was like yeah just wear it like a poncho mate you know but little did he know that all the fur was coming off so the first round I'm trying to pick bits of like griller out my mouth <laughs> <laughs> you didn't do the accent no, no I, I wanted the impression okay uh, what was it uh, you you were like a baby gorilla <laughs> no that's too broad a baby gorilla. <laughs> baby gorilla I don't want Rob to come down here and be no, 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 no definitely He's not one hard bastard so the gorilla stuck yeah the gorilla stuck yeah. and here he is do you, you should, so after the weigh in do you eat a banana on the scales I mean that's like <laughs> yeah you haven't hammed it up that much I haven't but do you know what last camp I ate more bananas than I think I ever have <laughs> So, yeah, coming out of his ears. A banana a day and all that. <laughs> Definitely that works. <laughs> but <laughs> but I think yeah, maybe moving forward, if we do get Canelo, maybe a banana on stage. Yes. Really stir the pot. Do the full suit. And you were yeah. doing the drums. I can feel it. The Phil Collins. Yeah. Um, Cadbury's advert. Cadbury's advert, yeah. Oh, I'm not that old. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. That was like 
early 2000s, wasn't it? 90s. Yeah, but I'm sure we had the song that. or the advert. No, that the advert. really came out the later. Was it? That was a great advert. But that, so that we was you were 16 when it sucked, so you're 34 now. Yep. 12 years as a pro. Yep. 37 pro fights. And is it still the best to come, John? Yeah, I mean, I was I was listening to your podcast with Frotch the other week, and um, both episodes I listened to, which was, was oh, good. thanks a lot, mate. I'm that viewer. Yeah, um, they, they were shite. <laughs> no, it's good. I mean, um, it's nice to see the, you're both amicable now, mm. and um, even friendly at some points. So that's good to see the progress yeah. there. But um, I seem to forget that I was pro. Uh, I was still amateur, and you'd turned pro, and it's like you'd seem to have been around for ages yourself, and it's like. Now you've been retired, what, how many years? Yeah, I've been retired four years, nearly five years. Yeah, it feels it doesn't feel like that long ago, but it is when I think about it. So, so on to my first question, yeah. how is retired life? It's good, John. Yeah. Uh, is that what you're that, worried yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. I've got many ideas. Yeah. Yeah, no, 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 no. You've got um, big fights ahead to come for yeah. you. And the biggest of nights, I suppose, Canelo Alvarez, who holds the W... What does he hold? So he Dan? holds all the belts at middleweight. He's still got all the belts at super middleweight. Yeah, he's got, he's got all of them. Yeah. So, so Canelo holds all the belts, at, including the WBO. But and let's so, explain what the WBO okay. means. So the WBO, for those who don't know, those don't know, there's four major sanctioning bodies that people really take notice of. And one of those is the WBO. Now, John, by virtue of beating Zach Parker in his last fight, became the interim WBO champion. Now, that is beyond it just being a final eliminator because then you would have to box for a vacant title. Should Canelo say, I don't want to box John, I'm going to do something else, then his belt will become vacant and then John gets to box for it. But as the interim champion, if he vacates, John gets elevated straight away into champion. So that's the key bit of the word interim. But I think we should backpedal to that Zach Parker fight and that was late call-up, underdog, on away soil and now you're on the verge of something. Do you think he's going to take the fight? I hope so. I mean, I've seen Eddie on Saturday and he seems confident. He said he spoke to Eddie Reynoso and um, he's keen on the fight and Eddie took a selfie of me with him and um, sent it straight to Canelo and I suppose the, he's stirring the pot himself. So yeah, I mean, on my side, I want the fight. I'm happy for the fight and I'll take it tomorrow, but we've just got to see what they want to do. I mean, they're the, they're the people holding all the chips. Mm. I don't see why they won't want the fight, John, to be honest. I think it's a great fight for him. It's obviously a great fight for you, but a great fight for them too. I mean, Canelo doesn't shy away from guys who are in form, guys who are winning, guys who are doing well. Uh, you fit that bill. So, um, and it's a good fight. It's a really good fight. It's exciting. Can you really remember exciting. though, when you were boxing George, having to, you got to kind of wait for other people. It's it wasn't, all it wasn't that long ago. He's not going to forget that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you're, you, you got to wait around for things to happen. You got to wait for people to make decisions. It's not all on your terms. Yeah, it's not ideal. Uh, I remember when I fought for the WBC belt, I got you know messed about and waiting for being called a mandatory. And then what does the mandatory actually mean? As as the champion still got another voluntary. Was Jack the champion at the time? No, so it was, it was vacant, Anthony though. Anthony Durrell. Oh yeah, was a champion, and they gave him a voluntary against Jack, who then beat him. And then it was like, was Jack going to get a voluntary, or are they going to order a rematch? But. Um, that took its time before Jack fought again which was me but it was like 10 months in the making so what's motivation like for you John like are you numb to boxing in, in terms of the training now so is it it's all I know I get up I go to the gym I do the work or do you go through waves of inspiration or excitement when something big's on the horizon and then do you get the opposite version of that when if you get bad news or you know a fight falls through or an opportunity falls through, do you then feel the lull after that? No, I mean, thankfully, I'm still very much in love with the sport. I enjoy getting up in the morning to go training and listen, sometimes it's a chore. Obviously, waking up this morning would have been, <laughs> if I was in fight camp, it would have been a bit more of a chore, but I'm still beating numbers on the runs. I'm still lifting heavier in the gym with our good friend Dan Lawrence. So I'm still pushing the boundaries and, and progressing in my career. As long as that continues, then I feel like I'm in form and doing well in the sport I'm the opposite of that John where I fell in and out of love with boxing and I would have real highs when I felt like it was a good opportunity on the table or you know something exciting to get stuck into but then when if that didn't come off or that didn't fall through then you would have that dip of motivation you still got to go into the gym and do it yeah. but it does feel a bit more like, like a chore Canelo let's talk about Canelo then because we know that he boxes May we, he, we know he boxes in May in September so he's looking for an opponent for May so at what point do you expect the deal to be done or at least for them to give you the green light? Back to what George was saying about the, the highs and the lows. I mean, I'm still buzzing with it and the talk of Canelo is fresh, but if we're treading water and not hearing nothing, that's when the low is going to creep in and it's like, 
well, what next? Mm. Um, Eddie's not answering the phone. Tony's trying to get hold of him. We're banging on the door and Eddie's in the sun somewhere <laughs> relaxing with the family. But um, no, I'm sure everyone's keen to get it done and um, Eddie seems keen. I'm keen. Tony's keen and hopefully the team Alvarez are keen and we can get over the line. But like you say, it's a waiting game and I'd, I want news today. I want to know that it's definitely on for May and then you can get planning. Otherwise, I could have got back in camp start of January and had a fight March, April time, which would be ideal. But if you get in the Canelo fight, then you'll, you'll happily sit around and wait till May. We're in January now and you've got the Canelo date for May, but he ain't going to tell you you've got the Canelo date for May. He's going to wait till six, seven, maybe even eight yeah. weeks out before he gives you the, that final bit of reassurance to say, are you now, what's your mindset? Is it like, right, I have to be switched on for this fight? Or is it a tiny bit of struggle because it hasn't quite been announced yet? Even if Eddie's telling you every day, he's sending you selfies of him and him and Alvarez going, we're ready for your jump. We're in ready. Their, we're in coming. their pajamas. Yeah. So you're thinking he's going to pull a stroke. He's going to, he's going to sub me out or you're not. Are you, are you on it? Like you switched on? No, I'm on it. I think Tony's a good reader of situations and he's got it right in the past where he said, we need to get on it now. We need to pick things up and the things happen, the things fall into place. So, I'll always take Tony's guidance on that, whether it be sit out for January and start February or get back in early Jan and, and get going. I used to find it tough there, Quay. I could I, imagine you yeah, tearing your hair out. But like, uh, you know, it's like, do the work. It's gonna, it's, it's happening, but it's like, oh, please, let me just, I need to know. Why, why, is it, why is it not announced? The good thing is the noise is coming out of that side is that they're up for it. Eddie Reynoso even saying that they'd be up for coming to the UK as well. Also, I don't know if you've heard, I should probably get it up, if you heard his pronunciation of your name. No. Oh my gosh, fucking great. Is it really good? It's too? absolutely good. What's <laughs> Spanish for gorilla? No, he's not. He just says, Raider. Oh, I like it. Yeah, proper rolls his ass. <laughs> Raider. Anyway, you're on the radar. Like, that must be a good thing. Riders on the radar, and they're saying UK. So, an ideal world, you want to sit at the Emirates? You're cool. <laughs> yes. I mean, that would be something, wouldn't it? Imagine you're cool. 1,200 people. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone. I'm, I'm sure Eddie could cram in 1,300. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Standing remotely. <laughs> There's no way you're losing at your call. Are you going small down. ring with Canelo or are you going big ring with Canelo? I'm going like running track. <laughs> I mean, yeah, let's say you just had, put some ropes on the outside of the running track and we'll use that. You had all you have all everything at your disposal. For some reason they say to you, right, John, you you're in charge of this this deal. Tell us where it is. Where it is, ring size, all the add-ons, what do you reckon? Canelo stays the A side because I wanna I like to feel the underdog. Oh, I like it. Um, so you ring walking first. Good start. No, I'm ring walking first. Yeah. You walk in a pet gorilla to the ring, like uh, what, like in Russia? No, yeah, <laughs> with a with a bear. Who's the who's the chap who comes in with a dog? Montana Love. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a gorilla. Yeah, uh, that would be quite epic. Like, Imagine he tore your arms off though during the ring. Oh, walk. It'd be a nightmare. You could dress Eddie up in a gorilla. That could be good. So we say in Emirates. No, ideal world. I think you ready for this? Go on. You're gonna be. It's gonna blow your socks off. Go on. Azteca in Mexico, oh. hundred thousand seat stadium. Blows the roof off any 80,000 at yeah. Wembley. Sorry, George. That's right. <laughs> Get that out of Froch's mouth. Um, <laughs> Has it got yeah. a roof? Nah. So what time of day you fight him? Does it rain in Mexico then? Nah, never. Not for the last 40 years. I'll be more worried Not about the 115 rain. degree heat, <laughs> which yeah. is 130 underneath the spotlight. <laughs> but that says it all though. Even on your terms, you want to go to Mexico. Yeah, now George has pointed out there about the 115 yeah. degrees. and yeah, it'd be stuff. boiling, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Sunburn. Don't come out in that fur track. Nah. Be like <laughs> no. Um, Hot pants. Yeah. <laughs> but no, but that'll be a Amazing. I get yeah. that. I totally, yeah. totally yeah. get what Lions you're saying. Den. Going to Lions Den yeah. and, and, and taking it off him. Do, have, have you been to Lions Den before? Mad, but was that a park on a Frank Warren show? Yeah, yeah. I suppose so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't yeah, get yeah, more yeah. lying in that. Yeah. And you watched Billy Joe Saunders on a Frank Warren show yeah. as well. You're, I think you're one of the main ones who's done that. Oh, really? across the divide particularly on that sort of level there was no purpose for this one though, was it that no, was a voluntary no, was, um, like a yeah but I was away fighter in London against a man from Derby so <laughs> how bad is it yeah. I can't complain <laughs> yeah I've done I've done the away fighter in London against Roch but it didn't work out for me so <laughs> Mate, I was away fighter against uh, Jacobs as well yeah in Ali Pali so underdog mentality without giving away too much how'd you beat Canelo Alvarez well I think obviously Bivol showed it the out of range in and out using his unbelievable footwork but that's not me I've, I've not got that in the arsenal do you know what I mean I'm, he's got a lot of height hasn't yeah, he yeah you know I mean? but a ton of height long arms and very quick I think under, very underrated boxing skill and I think the, the problem with Bivol is he, he does drop his level to the level of his opponents at times and that's no discredit to anyone who's boxed him before but I think he knew that he was really up against it with Canelo and, and against a dangerous opponent and just boxed the perfect game plan but Back to your question, I think for me, Canelo's best thing is at mid-range. I think for me, I've just got to try and impose myself right up close. 
stick to him like glue. Which is what he did against, against Callum Smith as well. That was the game yeah. plan. There, a taller guy, and you were on top of him and fight. Many people thought thought you won. So that that's what you do well. Yeah, I think I've done that against Callum Smith perfectly, and it didn't work out the way we planned and didn't get a decision. But I think I executed the game plan that we'd we'd worked on for so long, and it did feel like perfection to me on the night. That was three years ago. That fight, Callum Smith was twenty nineteen, December twenty nineteen, which is mad that it's taken this long after that performance and what everyone said afterwards. But that just says, shows us all what it's, what it's like in boxing. Yep. That night, it was like John Riders in the Who Needs Him Club. Didn't get the win, didn't get the belt. And it's like, fucking hell, I don't want to fight him. Look what he just did to Callum Smith. Did you feel that? <laughs> yeah, I did, yeah. And I mean, it was just a shame what happened in 2020 with COVID and whatnot because I don't know how many tweets I put out saying 2020 is my year and just turns out it wasn't. Do you know what I mean? It was no one's year, was it, really? <laughs> <laughs> was that your first world title shot against Callum Smith? Well, uh, interim against um, Bilal Akwe in Vegas and then first proper world title shot against Smith, yeah. Mm. I, I had you win in that fight. Mm. And it's and it's sickening because, and uh, you know, we got mutual friend with Dan Lawrence and I spoke with Dan, friend of the show. Yeah. He's, been on, he's been on the club, he's a guest, he's a, he's, a, he's a member. He was really, really sad and sickening. I remember thinking... Fuck man, that's tough. That's something tough. It's gonna take it's gonna take some some resilience to come back from that. But that's what you've shown, I feel, yeah. time and time again. Although you're you're quite a nice guy. You don't uh you don't talk yourself into fights. Which sometimes <laughs> I'm like, Man, why is he not kicking off a fucking yeah. thing? Like, oh get talk his way into this this rematch or this fight or this situation. So you're going about a much nicer way. You yeah, why why is that? Is that you? just because that's that's how you are? I you think know? it's just yeah, just who I am. You can't think, really yeah. you can't fake it, can you? No, I just think rather be judged for being who I am than judged for being someone I'm not. I suppose it is frustrating for people around me and stuff to think like, why is he not fucking, why no, is he no. not going into one about it? Like, but it's just not me. I'd rather just go about it. I, I believe that everything happens for a reason in this sport and that's brought us to now with the biggest fight possibly in boxing looming in front of me. So it's, it's, it's kind of like a destiny. I didn't get that decision that night for a reason, but I'm on the cusp of getting it now. Is that how it felt at the time? Like that must have been a hard fallout December 2019 not getting that decision and everyone saying he should have won he should have won or did that make it easier it's quite heartwarming and something that the comments you get and I think you'd pass on a message to Dan about like just don't get hung up on it just like you know you won the fight but just move on from it don't don't stick to that and don't let it get you down because I think you can dwell on it and I mean if you do you'll be that geezer in the pub 20 years from now saying I should have been a world champion but you've, you've gone on to do nothing since so I think just to, to bite down, keep going, like I said, to bring myself to now, that's all forgotten about and I'm I'm ready to go again and, and take these belts from, from the man. And if you don't, John, so then if he so if he doesn't box you, this is correct, isn't it? If he doesn't box you, he's got to vacate the title. If he goes a different route, don't choose a saint else, you become champion. That's right, and you get elevated to full status. Yeah. And then kind of the world's your oyster. Yeah, I think he's got till May eighth, funny enough. So just after Cinco de Mayo weekend to yeah. to defend that title against me. I feel like I'm going to get the fight and the, all, the, all the, the noise coming from that camp and it, the world of boxing is that I will get the fight but who knows strange things have happened you're in the position I mean the key part here that is you're in a position now that you're going to challenge for a world title or you might even be elevated to a full world champion which I'm sure as most fighters you know at the time you're in some knee jerk reaction might be like oh no I want to fight for it but until when they give it to you you'll be like <laughs> Oh, it's quite nice. <laughs> yeah. And then you fight, and then you fight, and you win, and it's yours. And then it really feels like yours. So you're in a fantastic position now. Yeah, if Eddie's saying the right things, Eddie's confident about it. It's, it's bloody good, isn't it? <laughs> um, I mean, would you say that was the biggest upset of your career in terms of like the result not going your way? Was Callum Smith? Uh, so you've had a few tight ones, you know, yeah, like the Billy Joe Saunders in. fight. I thought it was pretty yeah. tight. Yeah. Filled in. Yeah. Even the fight where. Did you get? You got stopped on a cut, but it was wasn't much in a mind. No, I got stopped mind. by Blackwell, and he hit me with a shot on the temple. And my daughter, who's eight now, I mean, she was born in three week like three weeks later. I was fighting, so I wasn't around when she was born. It was like straight a in camp fight night, and then and that don't make you soft. No, you still keep I'm that still gorilla, to, spiteful yeah. mindset. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Because being a parent can change it. Yeah, did it change you? It did. Yeah. Did it? <laughs> I lost a bit of spite. I yeah, because it killer could go, instinct. Could go one of the one of two ways. Yeah, that's I mean, right, don't. Yeah, it's like, either like that's what I'm doing it for, or oh, I'd rather be at home with them. If you say it, don't. I think you're lying because mm. I think it does make you that bit softer. Also, makes you that bit more determined as well, though. But I think it's that getting that balance of softness, determination, and that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like I didn't get it right at first. I felt a bit 
really soft with like my daughter like just wanting to still like determined to give her the best and whatnot but my missus said to me at one point I think you've gone soft and I was thinking no way like, <laughs> was like, you, like she said you need to get some more spite in you and I was like well, when yeah, was this guy right, what sort of point was, was I it I think it was around the time of the Blackwell fight and my missus said like I feel like you've lost a bit of spite you need to get like get a bit nasty again but yeah I feel like I'm back now I think the first one weakened me the second one's made me that bit stronger mm. how did you get the spite back I think just just hearing it got you yeah got I think, I think yeah I think that just that that was part of it and you're in a sport where someone wants to take your head off and I'm aging but constantly younger ones are coming through and I think it's the even in the gym now everyone we're all friends but they all everyone pushes the boundaries so the sparring ain't sparring it's like it's, it's serious in there do you know I mean we, we're all we're all sensible but these people are coming for sparring they want to they want to make a statement and they want to prove themselves so you've got to be on it and you're the old head in that gym also I was just racking my brains you must be one of Eddie's longest reigning fighters like longest serving fighters as well I think I, yeah, probably for, am, yeah for years yeah sign, I think I signed with him same week as Froch and Kel Brook yeah so, really yeah, it's been and a, Barker I think Barker, Barker was, was one of the first when he yeah 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 myself. yeah been there a long time so you're now. talking 2011 like, so over a decade with him. Mm. How's that been as a... Been emotional. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's um, highs and lows. I mean, Eddie's given me the live up at times that like, got beat. It was like, well, you're going to have to go out and prove yourself now. Get on the road a bit and go out, get a good win. Right, we'll have you back now. We'll, we'll get you on. And it did really spur me on just to, to get back to match him and get back to winning ways. Mm. I come out of a saying, I don't know if it makes sense, but you, you chase three chickens, you catch none. They chase one, you might you got a chance of catching it. Yeah. I mean, if, if, I like if, that. if, yeah, if, you're, if you're a fan of snatch, don't chase three dogs, just yeah. chase one, just get the one, yeah, yeah, you know everywhere, I mean? everywhere but nowhere. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Three chickens to go. So, yeah. your chicken was Zach Parker, or that WBO route was your chicken, yeah. I think, I think we took the made the right move, mm. Mm. chased the right chicken, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So have you thought about exit plans? It sounds like, like we mentioned there, that it's, it's kind of like the best is still yet to come. But are you thinking, you've got kids, two kids? Two kids, yeah. Yeah, are you thinking, like, how long I've got left? Have you have you g given yourself a time frame? Have you thought about that? Well, I've always thought, like, yeah, as long as I'm winning, I'll keep going. But, I mean, I don't want to be going on with this much more than 36. I mean, I've yeah. got the biggest fight looming, possibly, against Canelo. So I want to give that my all, but... Who knows after that? Obviously, we're going to have to defend the titles in the rematch against him. Of course, yeah. You so, have to get him at your call. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I think we can get him at the Emirates for that, surely. Yeah. Yeah. 2023 is sorted. Yeah. Yeah. Then I, I don't know. I mean, that's where I would bat it over to you. Like, did you plan for life after boxing or did you just fall into it? I had an exit strategy for my boxing career. But if I'm honest, John, I was like, I've been sick to death of boxing on and off for years. So there's always um, thought about, you know, life after boxing, not necessarily like an exit strategy. And I know you're friends with, with Darren Barker and I remember meeting Barker and he's a couple of years in front of me. He's a couple of years older than me, a couple of years in front with his retirement. And I'm like, how are you getting on? And he's like, I'm good. He's yeah. still, it's almost like that lull in between camps. You know, when you have a little bit of a rest yeah. and switch off mentally, just mine's been going on for four, four plus years now. <laughs> I think Darren's been going on probably eight, eight years now. Um, and he seems happy and content. Mate, he doesn't miss it one bit. Have you, what, have you wondered what it might be? So you were 16 when Rob McCracken called you little baby gorilla. So how long had you been boxing? Well, I don't have my first amateur fight at 15. Okay. I've been but you're still 20, almost 13, 20 years yeah. then going. Yeah, 21 years training. 19 years actively fighting yeah do you worry about what 
that it's going to be like when there's no boxing anymore. I do, yeah, but I, just, I think about just the, probably the natural progression. Would I want to go straight into training or would I want to go and get into a bit of personal training and go down the, the strength conditioner route? I mean, I've got a, got a very good boxing coach in Tony Sims, but I've got a very good S&C coach in Dan Lawrence who's got knowledge bombs galore. So, mm. I mean, I can learn bundles from the two of them. And Tony's often said that you're going to have to come and help me when you retire. But it's like, do you go straight into that or do you... Do you have a bit of time at home with the family and, and give back to them? And, or do you try and get a little gig on, on boxing, commentating, a bit of punditry? And, I don't know, it's just a tough one, isn't it? It's just like Boxing boxing moves on real quick. That's the thing. That's a sad thing. Boxing moves on real quick. For me, I just wanted to, to calm down the intensity of, you know, be having to be on it as a fighter, on it all the time. You can't mess up the weight. You have to be in the gym. You can't go stale. And then when you decide, right, I'm going to stop boxing, you can relax a little bit nobody cares anymore but if you decide if you're going to go and help Tony in the gym and you sort of want to do it on your terms like I'll come and help you Tony there might be a couple of days a week but if you want to take on six fighters and bring them through their career then that's another full time job isn't it yeah. so that's tough that's tough so it's hard, it's hard to find the balance as a fighter you just know you really do know when the fight's left you have your, have your goals changed over the years do you think yeah I think when you turn pro, it's like, just want to be world champion, just want to be British champion, whatnot like that. But then now I think getting to your photos is about, just need to get that financial security for myself and the family, need to get them a nice house to live in, need to just be, not to live a luxury life, but just, just to be comfortable and know that if you're out of work for a while, then it's not a problem. Hello, Canelo. <laughs> he can help you with that. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. All the graft you put in over the last 10, 12 years, is, this is what it's, it's all come to. So feeling that you're there now, you're on that, you're at the brink. Yep. There is a demon in me to keep going and obviously for the right reason. Yeah. Secure the bag. <laughs> Speaking of securing the bag, George, you know, have you got a uh, feature for us? It's a quiz. Uh, oh, yeah. John, fucking love quiz. A quiz. Mate, I'm a, I'm a dab band at quizzes when I'm at oh, home actually? in front I'm of the TV watching the chase. The chase is your one. Uh, but under pressure now. Got a jingle? Q jingle. Night Rider. Night Rider. Night Rider. Do you remember Night Rider? I do, yeah. yeah. I've never seen it, but I've heard it. I've never really watched it. I just remember the car and... Hasselhoff, isn't it? Hasselhoff, yeah. yeah. Night Rider was, of course, an American action crime drama series. Uh, It first aired in 1982. I was not born. Nope. John was not born. Dick, you was not born, right? But it starred David Hasselhoff, Baywatch. The Hoff. Uh, he's a sleek and modern crime fighting assistant. Sounds like John. Assisted by Kit. <laughs> Fuck me, this is uh, going to be tenuous. Well, he's an advanced AI near indestructible car, right? Yeah. So what are we doing? We're doing boxer meets car <laughs> quiz. Two points if you name the you name the answer with just the boxer clue. If you need the car clue as well, you get one point. John, you're I guess you want to go first or second? Yeah, go on, I'll go first, yeah. Right, he backing himself. It's like the Azteca. So the answer is a car make, right? Car make, yeah. Right. And the clue is the name of a Canadian boxer who fought Triple G in 2019. Oh, I know it is. So do I. Pressure's on Johnny. Oh, um. It all depends on how George pronounces it as well, though, John. Was it David Lemieux? Okay, right. So if you can't get it, do you want the other half of the... the yes, other half, yes right, please. So, yeah. right. Which prestigious British car brand has the model... The Phantom. Oh, Steve Rolls. Yeah, well, it's Rolls Royce. Rolls Royce. Steve, Steve Rolls, Steve Rolls yeah, would have yeah. been the clue. Very right? good. So we got the, we got the, Very got the gist, good. yeah? It's good. And he got it both. Yeah. Yeah, so you get one and point. And I knew what car you drive. Yeah. yeah. Three so points. Give him a bonus. We got one. Cause you Give him the to, car. He yeah. fucking buy us all yeah. one after the Canelo <laughs> fight. Fucking hell. Right, uh, Deck, you need the, I need the, the car make, yeah? Yeah. Italian-Canadian fighter. Another Italian-Canadian. Right, IBF super featherweight and WBC light welterweight champion. I can't remember a single Italian-Canadian. Right, you want the second question, yeah? Which car make in the past has produced the fastest road car in history? McLaren. Mm, No, I'm going to pass it up to John. Italian-Canadian. I'm struggling. Yeah, struggling. Bugatti. Arturo Gatti. That's shocking. Bugatti, Arturo Gatti. It's felt the same. Fuck off. Mate, I was thinking like... (laughs) Zero points. I was thinking like Zonda or something. Yeah. I thought you would have got that, Yeah, me too. Anyway, right. Right. Very good. British middleweight who recently fought for the WBO world title with Vegas. Denzel Bentley. Bentley. Oh, yeah. Two points. This fighter shares his name 
with the make of the car. Yeah, that's always uh, the same. Brit- he's, he's British, he's a world champion, and he was a DJ in the 90s. Oh, it can't be. Well, and it's a car make. Yeah. Do you want the first half of the question? Yeah, please. Right, car make that is eight times winner of the F1 Constructors Championship. No, go and pass it on. I'm thinking Nigel Benz because he was a yeah. DJ. Mercedes Benz, that's so yeah. tenuous. It's free John, one down here. Right. The car brand shares its name with the former IBF heavyweight champion with the alias Prince. Heavyweight, yeah? Yeah, he's Prince. a heavyweight. Oh, yeah, I know. It's, um... I know it. Can you not just give it to me so I get some no, fucking no, no, points no, on the board? No. What's the car clue, yeah? Right, luxury car make usually driven by a British spy. Car is obviously Aston Martin. That's what Charles, I needed. Charles Aston Martin. Martin. Yes, easy. One point. Very well good, done. Right, over to you. This is horrible. Oh, for fuck's sake. Right, uh, but you might know this. Yeah. yeah, you might know this one. Um, <laughs> the car make yeah. right, shares its name with American lightweight who recently lost to Javante Davis. Yeah, Roly Romero. Oh, Alfa Romeo. Yes. Oh. Yes. So that's a two-pointer. But how the fuck does Alfa Romeo get into Roly Romero? He's a Canadian club... Fucking Canadians everywhere. Yeah, Canadian club fighter who suffered defeats to Fedor Chudinov, Avni Yildrim and Joshua Buatzi. You've only got to get me the car yeah. make. Canadian? I'm smart with you. What's the link to Canada's Day? They've all got names of cars, that's why. Do you want the first half of the clue? No, not yet. Right. I, need, I need a Oh, I know it is. Pressure's on, mate, because oh. I know exactly who it is. Yeah, I need, I need the car clue. Right, think. car clue, sorry, Dave. Fuck's sake, you piss American it, manufacturer founded in 1903 in Detroit with a Model T. <laughs> I've seen the documentary, it's really interesting. He yeah. created fashion. Oh, I don't fucking give it away. He did. Oh, oh. He's under the cosh here. I'm proper under pressure. I'm going to time you out and you've got 10 seconds. Oh, my God. <laughs> Buatzi. He fought Buatzi recently, but he's fought Tudinov and Avni Yildrim. I think they all beat him. Yeah, I've got to let it go. Raymond Ford. He needs to get it's on. It's 4-4. Right, oh. level pegging. How many no. questions have you got left? 5-4. District of South West London, part of the Borough of Lambeth, mm. made famous as the home of the Haymaker Gym. Vauxhall. Yeah, this is you got to get this. I know. Right. It's a penalty shootout. It's not the exact name, oh, right, but it's similar enough. Right. Almost the same name as the Puerto Rican puncher <laughs> Kermit, who was stopped yeah. in five rounds by Sol Alvarez. I got Citroen. it. Citroen. Oh, yes. motherfucker! <laughs> good, yeah, that yeah. is good. Right, two point oh. We're flying. Okay, what? So. What's I'm, the, like, what's I'm the like LeBron at it. Yeah. Whatever this, whatever this <laughs> last one net. is, it's a tiebreaker because I've got a good tiebreaker. Okay. <laughs> First one in off the bat. Uh-oh. Right, buzz in with your name or the answer. <laughs> tiebreaker question. Luxury Italian car brand that is an algorithm of ring hob mail. Mail as in post. What is it? Ring hob mail. Lamborghini. Yes. Oh, you mother... <laughs> oh, that's quality. But where's the boxing element there? Tiebreaker, don't count. <laughs> don't need it. It's got ring in it as well. So Ring hob... Oh, nice. Yes. Ring hob mail. I like it. Well done, John. That was good performance. I'm glad the guest won. So, yeah, me too. Night Rider. Night Rider. Night Rider. Oh, that, well, was, that was uh, it. That's that. that was you see what happens when um, when we leave George complete to his own devices on the feature. Literally, fucking anything can happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Still don't quite know the concept there, but um, it was a really easy concept. It can make it work. Now, can we have some Southpaw chat? I think we need some Southpaw chat because we haven't John, had John's Southpaw. I'm trying to think if we had another Southpaw in. Switch it, I've had in. Yeah. Switch it as- Mm. They don't count. Do they count? No, there's no such thing as a switcher. They're they're usually just bad. They're not very good at either. But Southpaws are avoided traditionally. Terence Crawford, though, he can do both. He he ain't come in. He tried to get on, but we said no. We said we're busy. Uh, Life is a Southpaw, John. I mean, I I guess uh, you're used to it by now. But is it true that people avoid Southpaws still? Is that that gone now? I've never avoided a Southpaw, and I I I feel like I've got a bit of a knack for fighting Southpaws. Um... But yeah, no, I think that's that's gone now. I think there's so many southpaws about now, and I think in, in in days of old, I think you heard stories about old coaches not training southpaws. They'd switch them to orthodox and and get them fighting and orthodox. So I think the game's developed a bit now, so people can not be um, discriminated against. 
equal rights and all that. Yeah, you know, so. Tell us what Southport is. Southport. <laughs> so it was. <laughs> I'm trying to figure the Rocky, Rocky Balboa. <laughs> uh, uh, no, it's uh, when they stand the wrong way around. The boxer who leads with their right hand, so they're left right hand, hand at the back. It's the big power punch. Yeah. yeah. Are you left-handed or left-footed? Left-handed and left-footed. Yeah. So yeah, it's natural yeah. Southport. Proper Southport. I'm left-footed, right-handed. Mm. Kevin Mitchell was left-handed orthodox boxer, right? Yeah. So it's yeah. a lot. Lead, and Oscar De La Hoya the same. So it's not necessarily people who say, oh, it's left-handers, but actually it's not. It's people who do stand with the right, yep. right hand forward. I wonder if it's, would you say it was the feet that dictate or the hand that dictates? It's hard, isn't it? I've never when really... you joined the gym, yeah. were, they, were they trying to turn you orthodox style? <laughs> no, it was just like... Was that Islington Boxing Club? No, that was uh, Finchley when oh, I started, Finchley, yeah. yeah. Same as Anthony Joshua. Yeah, same as Anthony Joshua and mm. Del Boy and all that. Yeah. Who was the coach of Finchley at the time? Was it uh, Johnny Oliver still, or was it John Oliver Joe was Smythe? there? Jimmy Oliver was there. Um, Joe Smith was still there. Sean Murphy was there. Sean Murphy was there. Yeah, there was another one. Mark. Progressive still. trainers. They're happy with the Southpaws. Yeah. Did you like boxing Southpaws? I like boxing Southpaws. I think Gail was a Southpaw, predominantly yeah. Southpaw. Yeah. He was orthodox up until like the last year of the junior ABAs or something, and then he just showed up in the gym one day and Mick went and turned around Southpaw, and he just fought Southpaw from then on in. He's quite a good fighter. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, and then all of a sudden, yeah, you, you couldn't beat him, uh, or he didn't get beat for well, a long you, time. I mean, you beat him. Oh, yeah. I can beat him, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nobody else could. <laughs> I knew the secret. So, um, you unleashed it on me a year later. Oh, dude, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, have you, have you sparred? You uh, uh, me and John Parks in the ABAs. That was on his second ABA year, wasn't it? Was you unbeaten yeah. at the time? I'd lost my first fight, my debut. Then I went 23 fights unbeaten. Ooh, into this man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you had to, like, it's so, uh, Northwest Divs of the ABAs, it's yeah. like everyone weighs in, everyone, however many there are, and you only could box two times, but if there was three at your weight, they did a draw and one of you is getting the bye and basically going to fight the winner of the first bout fresh. I got the bye. I'm, <laughs> glad, I'm glad you said that because that yeah. made me sound really bitter. If yeah, I said, yeah. yeah, but I had to bite you. You box your box. club mate first. Yeah, Who yeah. did you box? So who was uh, the... Lou Reed, wasn't it? You boxed Lou Reed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good tough fight as well. Him. Yeah. It must have been a so perfect So the day. year before, same thing happened, three people, but me, Degal and Lou Reed all from the same club and I drew Lou Reed, Degal got the bye. I'll beat the car again after. <laughs> so, so you uh, boxed Lou Reed on the on the Saturday, or was that no, was it was Thursday night, an hour before. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So, uh, oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. Two bouts in one night. Yeah, Lou yeah. Reed was a handful. He was a good fighter. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they were, I remember they were raving about John Ryder, and I'm obviously like. Yeah, John Bright, I don't know who is he like, and like, he's like, he's just won the novices. He's like, he's they're raving about. They him. say he's like a gorilla. Raving about everyone. <laughs> he's like a baby gorilla. Yeah. <laughs> How did, did you, you turn pro that year then, John? Or did you? No, no I, it was I, a couple I, years. Yeah, on, I think you? three, maybe four years did later. You go yeah. back in the ABA's following year. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I had like decent success in the amateurs, but I was never cut out for the six foot tall point scoring Cuban style. Long arms, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Mm. it's not me. Bloody Southpaws. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just a do bloody ever, Southpaw, yeah. Do you, do, you, do you ever hold pads, like, for fun? I've tried gym? to, yeah. And times. do you hold them in the Southpaw stance? No, I hold them in, like, either, like, square on or orthodox. Square on. Yeah. She's <laughs> <laughs> trying to level it up. We switch it in on the pads. <laughs> and boxing Southpaws for you as a Southpaw, how's that? I quite enjoy it. I mean, it does get a bit hooky at yeah. times. But um, I suppose, like, my last fight, obviously, Zach Parker was predominantly southpaw in that fight he does switch a bit but yeah I felt like I was landing more at will when he was in the southpaw stance just racking my brains now Canelo how's he got on against southpaws I mean he's he would have beaten them all. Yeah, he's pretty much beaten, beaten them all. But yeah. is, are you someone who, who will go and watch them? Or go and watch the video now of Canelo against Southpaws and see what he does and how he does it? Or do uh, you, of course, do you care? yeah. I mean, you, I've, you do? I've pretty much seen all of his fights. Yeah. yeah, I'll watch him. I was there when he fought Billy Joe and, and see what he'd done. But different fighters, you know I mean? I will, I will watch some of it, but I won't watch too much because I like to listen to Tony as well when he comes up with a game plan. I think otherwise I see things myself and it's like you're second guessing what he's telling you. And I like to, I know he's a real student of the game and he's going to give me the, the, the best advice he sees so it's it's a tough one but I will I will watch certain fights yeah did you used to watch him I'll watch it before the fight's made and then when the fight's made I don't watch it again and then I'll watch it fight week but I'm like a gut reaction person with most things in this world yeah. so I'll make a decision instantly make my mind up about someone <laughs> and be like well that's it and then I remember like um, yeah fucking John Ryder yeah I remember <laughs> no no I remember the first fight I had with Shane McGuigan it was like right, I was after a world title loss so it was like we'll come back in we're going to headline um, in January and I was like how much is the money it went great I was like alright well 
We'll pick a shit opponent. <laughs> so, <laughs> make sure he's been beat, but he's boxed someone decent. It was Deloisa yeah. in the end. Watched him when we when we when we went through and picked him, and I never watched him again. And we got it was in the changing rooms, or no, maybe in the hotel before we go. And uh, me and Shane never worked together, so we're just still figuring each other out. And he went, he's got a good left hook. Um, and I went, <laughs> for fuck's sake, that's gone straight on YouTube. I was like, how good is this left hook? <laughs> I was like, that's all right. Is uh, his left hook all right? But yeah, I don't watch him a lot. And you beat him. Yeah, I beat him. Yeah. He was actually on that undercard as well. Yeah. Would you on that yeah. card? Yeah. Copper box. So got so got Kamitsky. Yeah. Yeah. So he picked the shit opponent up. It's a decent one. Yeah, you fucking yeah, yeah. did. Take the show. <laughs> Brit basher Kamitsky. Yeah. Was he? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, who'd he beat? Yeah, Bugloni. Bugloni and Edmitches, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Get him the copper box. No, you ain't going to get through the Southpaw John Ryder Gorilla. Not a chance. He ain't a baby no more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was a man then. Yeah. I had a kid and everything. He was a beast, Kamitsky, as well, wasn't he? Yeah. Big, strong. Yeah, like, no, yeah. that's it. He's coming back to me now. Yeah, yeah. I've got him. I, don't... I think the best thing I've done was get cut early on because I think it really made me box a bit more off the back foot. Whereas I think the the plan was to go at him. I think that's plays into his hands and he's a, he's a real banger. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, um, like I say, everything happens for a reason. Mm. You fight quite a lot with your weight on the front foot, right? Yep. You're not lingering in, in range, but you're, you you seem like you're in range because your weight's on the front foot and then you pull back, but you cover that distance real quick to get in. So how do you start a fight? Because you want to start a fight sharp. Do you always feel like you start a, sh a fight sharp-minded or do you feel like it takes you a couple of rounds to get in sometimes? No, I feel is that like, something you've got to work on? Yeah, I feel like I often give a first round away just by having a look and just trying to get a measure of how they the jab comes out and trying to just slip underneath it and stuff. And Yeah, well, that's that's yeah. fine. I, I, I used to feel like I do sort of the same thing where you if you lose the first round, but there's nothing in it, whatever, because yeah. you're there to get a gist of the fight you know, ahead and what the guy is and size him up and walk him onto something and just get the timing and the bearings of him. It's a, it's <laughs> a sort of lazy generalisation, but Southpaw's always like cute, like long boxers, like, you know, Cuban style and stuff. But you're the opposite a lot yeah. of the time. Short arms, short legs. Just weren't blessed with genetics, was I? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you've got different, you've got different <laughs> genetics. Different, different genetics. So yeah. It's a powerhouse, isn't it? Which allows you to, as I say, cover those distance real quick. I've got written on my script here, Ask him about the nose touch. I've never heard anyone ask you that question. Really? John Ryder style, Southpaw, but there's a very particular tick. Can we call it tick? A tick? Yep. Go on. What he happens? Hit, he hits himself more than the opponent does. Yeah. You yeah. land more punches than yep. them ever. Yeah. It helps <laughs> helps on the punch sets though. Yeah. <laughs> Do they count them? Makes the fight closer than it should be. Yeah. <laughs> so if anyone else watch a John Ryder fight, go and watch it. But it does mean you're back at so it's your left hand, isn't it? No, I think it's more my right, yeah. Right hand. Is it both? I, don't, I hope not. I'm going to have to go and watch yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. But you're not even aware of it. What You're just doing it. I'm going to come out against Canelo as my waist, full print to Zim, uh, <laughs> backwards and get sparked. Yeah. So no, I'm going to come out, tick in, yeah, tap in my ear holes and eyebrows and just see where we go. We'll look out for that. Yeah, look out for that. So what else we should uh, look out for, George? What? The then? playlist. John, each week we ask our guests to give us a banger basically for our playlist we got a playlist up on Spotify for listeners to listen to fine enough today I sent Dan he, Dan's always in charge of the music in the change room is he? yeah he's always it's risky yeah <laughs> but he's always got the, the, the speaker with him and he's always got like the, the playlist set from low to then like game time so it's like yeah, no, he's told us about yeah, it yeah 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 starts off relaxed and then gets pumping and I sent him a I only heard it today it's got an old school sample on it but it's um Drake and 21 Savage called Circo Loco. Nice. Kind of a Mexican feel to it, so it might be, oh, might be what, what attracted me to it, but very good song, and I really like the, the old school sample on it. Probably not the best song, but you've put me on the spot. That's perfect. Oh, that's though. lovely. Because that we little bit Mexican flavour, I, uh, I don't think so, but that little Mexican flavour, that's very topical. Yeah, Circo Loco. I Circo think, Loco. Yeah. I wonder oh, what that means. But to music, George, that's what, that was my next question for you. When you'd walk to the ring, you'd be very like super intense, like yeah. laser focused, I'd say. Mm. And for my last fight, I didn't feel laser focused at all. I felt like very much just walk around in a dream. This is Parker. Parker, yeah. And I think maybe that's because of the fight. I wanted to be relaxed. I thought it was going to be a, a longer night. I wanted to warm into it. But obviously for the fight, the impending fight, that what could be, I want to be laser focused. I want to be blinkered. I don't want to see what's to left or right of me. I just want to be focused on one man. So obviously you'd get Spitfire on. I played it to my missus the other day. Yeah. 
It's like the drop. Like what? What an absolute yeah. tune to come out to. Funny enough, someone come out to it in Leeds on Saturday. Did he win? The cheek. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought the cheek I thought the cheek of it. You've used the same song. Um, and like I've, I've looked on YouTube at Laser Focus and all I can see is like sniper rifles with mm. laser focuses on. So what what like, what like got you into that position? Was it that song or was it like something you did in the build-up? Yeah, no, I think it's a rehearsed, it's a rehearsed um, process. The song, the song definitely plays. Do you, do you want to give the game away or not? Nice. No, I'm giving it away now. <laughs> You're going to yeah. sell it in a seminar, aren't you? Like the yeah. job. Trying to monetize it. Yeah, I got, yeah well, I've got to write it first. No, no, no. Um, do you like the ring walk? I do when this is, this might sound weird to other people, but I like walking to the ring with Tony, Dan, whoever. I felt like we're going to war as a team. And then when I was in Miami on the, the Golovkin undercard during lockdown, it was like, Obviously, things were, were different then. Coach had to wear face masks and visors and whatnot. So when we got down to do the ring walk, they was like, right, you come with us. Took Tony and Dan away. And I had to go backstage on my own. I was thinking, I've never done this before. Like, And there's me going, no, nah, just come. It'll be all right. We'll, we'll all just walk out. But he was like, no, stop there on your own. I was thinking, God, I don't really like this. <laughs> I think for this fight, I had everyone around me. Then there was the delay for the for the 10 bells. And the, just the ring walk, I didn't really get much of a bounce on it. It was just a, a walk, really. Mm. Nigel Ben got the ropes for me, which was an honour. So a bit, bit surreal in a such, but I wasn't fully focused on what was going to be. I think maybe because in the back of my mind, I had on that they're probably going to take the piss with this ring walk. They're going to drag it out for as long as possible. Let me get cold. So I was just mm. John, you're the man in the arena, yeah. Yep. You, you're the man in the arena. Do you like being the man in the arena? I do, you want to yeah. be the fucking man, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you don't need Tony to walk you in. No, like, of course not. Yeah. You, it's nice. It's nice having that that team, but. It's your moment and maximize it. Maybe get your missus to send you some abuse like last time, so <laughs> you're getting fucking soft and uh, <laughs> and find some skip, find something that you like, your track, choose it months out from the fight, and then try not to listen to it again. Uh, and then if you feel like you need that that little switch on, put it on to get that switch and then turn it off again. I always liked something with a bit of pace, something a bit pacey. Um, and then yeah just fucking revel in it and that's how you get the laser focus like yeah. that's how you have to take it like you're going to be whenever you're fighting for a world title as a challenger it's going to be a while you know it might be 15 minutes before you you get left on your own to when you throw that first punch so you need to you know, save your energy stay stay switched on but also it's your time to enjoy yourself yeah. like the only time the real pleasure in boxing is being the man in the arena if one's come to see you perform uh, and the performers don't necessarily need to start when that first bell starts because if you want to start it there and then it might take you a little while to get going yep. uh, whereas start your performance in the changing room I used to love the changing you see fighters that uh, the team around them are sort of keeping them up like I was like a bit I suppose this sounds a bit obnoxious but I'll be the opposite I'll be like I wanted my team to sit there and go Fucking hell, look at him. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I, mean, I thought like, if they was impressed with me in the changing room and these people know me better than anyone else, then fucking, it's going to be easy to impress an arena full of people. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm jealous, man. <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> oh, Cinco de Mayo, 100,000 people in Mexico, in Mexico, and you're going to take him on and bash him up, mm. man. Oh, it's unbelievable. I'm jealous. And you'd be the fucking man in the arena. Mm. Laser focused ring walk starts make sure it's yours don't uh, yeah. don't take anyone else's don't wear a Mexican hat <laughs> don't do any of that shit so don't it's do like you. a Joe Joyce and wear like a sombrero and, <laughs> a, nah. and a thing on Cinco de Mayo no? Yeah. <laughs> no they did it already didn't they Mayweather did it yeah yeah. yeah but that's Mayweather yeah yeah so were you, will in will you anyway. come out to Phil Collins do you know what I feel with the Phil Collins it's such a long intro yeah do you know what I mean it's like the suspense I'm going to be standing around for long enough I'm sure yeah. I can't wait for that I mean obviously we can edit music and whatnot, but I don't know I feel like it's so cliche that song you'll choose a new one well you'll choose I've always chose new yeah, songs yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but um, that was more the thing you never listened to Spitfire other than Ringwalk pretty yeah. much it wasn't on the gym playlist or anything nah. like that don't want to get I don't want to get used to it of course yeah when that's on you're going to work yeah yeah, yeah. go to war Go to war. It's nice to have a team behind you. The war song sounds a bit barbaric in the normal <laughs> world, but in in the boxing world, yeah, you're going to you're going to war, man. So you got to choose it soonish, and then well, yeah, and then so shelf we, it. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm normally like a couple of days before the fight. Oh, really? 
my missus is like, what ringtone you have? And she was like, I've heard this. And I'm like, yeah, go on, we'll go there. <laughs> so I'm going to go home tonight, get her on it, pick something like yeah. barbaric. You've got, to be, you've, got to be, you've got to be a time. I mean, that, that can work, but as long as it gives you that, I'm ready to go, man. You want to you revel in it. Absolutely revel in it because it's the best bit, man. It's the best bit. As it goes on, it gets worse. <laughs> <laughs> the ring walk's the best bit. Then the fight starts and that's really good. And then the win is like, yeah, that's not as good as the fight. And then after that, the changing room and it should be the other way around. Press maybe, maybe it actually is, but you know, like the best bit is the ring walk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Miss it. <laughs> I'm not coming out of retirement. No, no way. It's Can't the closest slow. we've got him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, talking no, no. about the ABAs and whatnot. It's got uh, mate, the bridge away, the vision's wide open. <laughs> yeah. And and with six, need a week, cut. Oh, six, six weeks shreds, <laughs> yeah. I can make bridge away. You can. You v Alan Babich. Uh, is he is he bridge away? Oh, Oscar yeah. Rivas, yeah. Oscar Rivas. That's the yeah. company you're mixing in now. Yeah, yeah, Easy yeah. work. Easy work. John. So thanks good. so much for coming in and less so this year this year is your year yeah man I'm an avid listener so it's, oh, yeah. it's great to it's great to finally get <laughs> oh, on what yeah. a man, come yeah. on that's two of us lovely John <laughs> I'll, I'll, de I'll definitely listen to this one yeah. yes <laughs> and my mum's yeah. already asked when it comes out so she'll listen and you won, sure. the, won the feature as well how about that then Deck? unbelievable John the gorilla he's the first gorilla in the club he is finally got a primate <laughs> in there <laughs> I didn't think we'd see the day. No, no, no. We didn't. No, we didn't. We started. We started this year on the front foot, mate. Yeah. On the front foot, or on the front tree, swinging tree, gorilla. Do they hang from trees? Or are they too big? Ah, fuck knows. Who he's, cares? He's the man. Should have come in. What a, what a dream to mm. come in and tell us what it's like to be a southpaw. Tell mm. us about his resilience, time coming, time and time again in the gym. I think it's an inspiring story for non-boxers as well. Really is, and. He might be fighting the biggest name in world boxing, come Cinco de Mayo. He wants it in Mexico in front of a hundred thousand people, and he might just, get, he might his just get his wish. I'm coming. I'm going. <laughs> yeah, you paying? Oh yeah. Yeah, right. I'll bring your deck. Yeah, thank you. I'll pay for it if you get us the side tickets. Why don't we get hire a Alfa Romeo and drive in that? <laughs> That's a callback for you. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of callbacks, if you want more from us, go and check out all our previous episodes. But more importantly, go and follow at GG Boxing Club on instagram and twitter deck we're back on monday with our shreds episode for everyone involved getting shredded up for january uh, and wednesday we are back as usual who have we got on wednesday we have got jordan the thrill gill or a winner of the coveted coveted <laughs> coveted coveted we'll take coveted right, winner of the coveted inaugural ggbc end of year awards and he got it for which, which comeback of the year comeback of the year we'll jordan gill yes um can't wait to get him on yeah. what a lovely guy lovely bloke massive year for him as well yes jordan gill he's joining the club he's in the club no thrill all the skill to pay the bill jordan <laughs> jordan gill, jordan gill. <laughs> And if you're listening on Apple, you can get the GGBC ad-free by subscribing to the CrowdSports channel. If you're listening on Spotify, check out our playlist, The Ring Walk. The GGBC is also available ad-free on Amazon Music. See you next week. See you Yay. next week. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.